Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Shane. And I'm Paul. And welcome to the official Only Cans podcast, where we bring you business over beers. So what are you waiting for? Grab a can, sit back and enjoy the podcast. I haven't been to the cinema for about seven years, um, mostly because who goes for cinema anymore? But the other the part is the last time me and Shane met up was actually. At I know, yeah. Oh, you're that was about three well, weeks ago. Was my fucking invite? Well, you don't like going to the cinema, clearly. So, <laughs> 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 so, so that was the reason. Look, me and Shane, you know, we were both having bad days. We just need to go and sit in a, in a cold, like, dark room together. You were an hour and a half away. And this is true. We yeah. watched, we watched Thor. Thor we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, it's very good. Date, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, do you know what? Funny though. Just I know this has got nothing to do with it, but there was a, there was a woman sitting on the other side of me, yeah. and there was that bit where um, old Chris Hemsworth got his kit off, oh, yeah. and she went, "Ooh, like oh, like, a, oh, like a, right. a, a very audible kind of yeah, yeah. Oh, excitable sigh," <laughs> and her hand sort of went up in the air as well, and I was like. Oh, God, I mean, like, yeah. get, get away from me, you, you know what? Just, this is, <laughs> we're probably going off on a tangent here, but I'm going to say yeah. anyway, like, just like, like, I'll, I'm sure any of us here wouldn't mind Chris Hemsworth's um, physique, I but fuck me. What, on, is, what, is on it, me or in just anybody? Like, like, I wouldn't as, mind as, it on as me. On you, no, like, just you wouldn't mind having it yourself. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe I'm speaking, I'm not probably not speaking for everyone, but maybe a guy's, but I think, like, I've got more his physique in Endgame. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just thinking it's like a lot of that. I was obviously like, um, um, it's oh, is it going to make me sound like some envious, jealous prick? But like, it's definitely. Oh, I say don't. No, I don't have any any evidence. But like, a lot of that is got to be like like steroids and stuff. And what I'm saying, it's like, it's a lot of it's fake. And like to do that to get that sort of body, it's not like. So there's a lot of people that have that sort of body. Um, that when they say they've gone through that process, like um, what's his name, the uh, the High School Musical guy, oh Zach Efron. Zach Efron. He says it's like him and a few other actors have gone through that process and says, as much as like they look the best I've ever looked, it's the worst process they've ever done because they've starved yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really it's not, like, it's not a healthy no thing libido, to do. It's not healthy. But also, you like, those don't forget those bits in films are like snapshots snapshots so, okay. so, and what it is is at that moment they've literally just been four months doing, work for that doing fight. or like yeah. even the 10 minutes beforehand mm. they've like they haven't drunk any water for like i don't know yeah henry ten, cavill ten didn't hours. Do for two days yeah and yeah, then yeah. and then they'll do like a hundred push-ups very very quickly just before they're just about to quickly go on so, everything, right. so everything's yeah, yeah, pumping yeah. So you know, so, but it's but it's good for the film because yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. who doesn't want to see like a superhero so just, looking basically buff as hell? Just, just to keep in like, mind that it's you know, it's I guess it's. Yeah. But also, it's sort of it's this fake. Is, really. This is this is another thing as well, and this is this is where it po- probably relates back to business. Is yeah. it's the compounding effect of doing the right thing every day. So someone yeah. like Zac Efron is a great example of that. So you know, the the, the guy's got a good bod, you know, absolutely. But mm. he didn't go like two years ago. Ah, oh, better start working out. He started doing it when he was like 16 or whenever he was in yeah, high school yeah. musical or whatever it was. And and he's compounded that mm. over the course of a large period of time. So his yeah, yeah. base layer fitness is much better than ours. The same goes to, you know, if you want to be successful, you want to invest, you want to be wealthy one day, it's that compounding effect of doing the little things every single day as early as you yeah. possibly can. It's a great book so, as well, the compound effect, isn't it? Yeah. Darren yeah. Hart. I've only I've only actually read half of the I first. You don't really need to, just you just need to know the, no, no. What, what the compound yeah. effect but is. But if you but even if you 
um, you know, you decide I want I want to invest, and, and you look at like the compound. You can look up like compound calculators and stuff like that. Um, oh, I find I, I find mm, them really I find them really fascinating. But there are a lot of them are based on right. You you're investing this every every month, um, and then that's what you'll end up with after. 10 years at this interest rate but what they're not actually to, what they should do maybe there is one out there where you can actually go right I'm going to start off by doing £10 a month and then I'm going to increase that after 5 years to mm. £20 a month obviously it'll be hopefully the higher figures like a standard but, but just yeah, yeah. yeah but just starting with anything just makes it's no, better than nothing starting yeah, a business yeah. just oh, just so being being the guy that has mm. to do all of the all of the work at the beginning or the gal that has to do the work at the beginning it's that first step and it's the first step that leads you on to the second and third and fourth and exponentially over time you will be able to to grow quicker it's taken me two years to get to four members of staff i reckon it will take me but it will take me it will take me a third of that to, to double that now i think yeah 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 that's right so there is that there is that exponential growth yes. i think it's like um literally last week i just out of the blue like you, you know my sort of like i don't know workout slash fighting slash wrestling background yeah. from when I was a bit Just younger. Just mainly in bars, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> street fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love white. You used to walk around with like your sleeves ripped off and a, and a bandana. Yeah, yeah. With a Hulk Hogan moustache. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you but, um, I used to work out all the time. Every sort of like spare hour which I had, I'd be in the gym. Um, and then naturally over the next 15 years, I've just got a bit fat. So um, like, just, just the other week. like. Is that why you're wearing black? black? It is slimming. <laughs> uh, it goes with anything, but um, any body shape. But basically, I just dropped and just did like my first ten push-ups in probably about five years, and I was like, "Fuck, that feels good." I'm gonna do it every day. Um, I haven't stuck with it, but I should do because it's a compound effect. Because if you start off and you say, "Right, I'm gonna do ten a day," it, it doesn't sound like much, but it's a start. You know, you can wake up and do that, like when you're still groggy. At the end of the year, you've done 3,650, which mm. is a lot more than what I've done over the last, yeah, probably 12, 12 years or so. Yeah. But over a period of time, I'm going to feel like, oh, these 10 are a little bit too easy. I might do two sets of 10. So I might do one in the morning, one in like, late afternoon, um, you know, two sets of 10. And then before long, I know that I'm doing, you know, sets of 40 twice a day, every day for a year. And all of a sudden, I've done, you know, 10, 15 ish thousand push-ups in a year just due to that compound effect the same thing happens with business it's momentum it's like you heard about like the momentum curve it's basically the same like the hockey stick yeah like the hockey stick yeah 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 it's like you start off doing something and you feel like oh, why the fuck am I doing this and it's like you feel like you're going downhill and then all of a sudden you start to gain a bit of traction and the key thing which I find with pretty much everything is don't drop that momentum it's like it's literally like pushing a ball uphill. It's kind of okay once you get it going. You can kind of use that momentum to power it. But when you stop, it will start slipping and it starts to fall straight back down. Do you know what I find in that situation? Because it, it, it happens to me, it's happened to me quite a few times, you know, over the last couple of years, is it can be very overwhelming, I think, as well, when you are trying to run a business and maybe you're wearing a few different hats to look at the big picture and see it as absolutely freaking massive. Yeah. But it's about breaking down and just going, right, okay, calm, don't think of anything. What is the next thing that I just need to do? That Just that one thing and just cl like clear your mind of everything else other than that, just, just achieving that one thing. And just doing that, 
can sometimes give you back that little bit of momentum. I, I, fi I find, hope, like, preferably, if so if I'm feeling like that, what I try and make that task to be as a call, just, I need to call a lender, I need to call a client. And I do it, I stand up, I walk around wherever I am, and then I just get the energy back. And then that, that gives you, that feeds you into doing that momentum. Because it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter whether you're Harry Kane, who's the England captain, like, everyone doesn't want to go to work sometimes. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not being funny. Like in, in, our, in our industry, oh, yeah. you've got some. You've got some of the like the big the big guns. Your your Gary V's and your your Grant Cardones. I guarantee you, sometimes they don't want to go to work. Oh, for guarantee sure. you, sometimes they don't want to. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just don't want to be Grant Cardone that day. So, you the know same what? with everyone. One crazy yeah. thing about eight eight or nine years ago, uh, my marketing business went from I don't know five staff to just me, almost overnight, and I ended up in a shared office with this old bloke called Tim, I think. And he was like a, an old school developer slash coder, um, like one of the, not like one of the first coders, but one of the first like generations of coders, I guess. And he, he came up with some sort of, it was like a recruitment business for teachers or, or something along those lines. And I was just sat in the office one day and he could see that I just was really disinterested that day. I was like, oh, I'm not really gonna do anything. Went out, went for a walk, came back to the office, did nothing, went back out for like a drive, came back to the office and he was like, I don't care what's going on in your life right now. You need to just do the work. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. You come in, you do the work. Anyway, it just goes to show, like, he looked so disinterested sometimes, but he would just literally crack on and just do it. Within six months, his business was sold for 10 million. No joke, to TFS. So wow, teachers, crazy. something, something. Um, he, yeah, incredible, he clearly, incredible. well, if, he, if his tone was how I could imagine it, I could imagine he would be like, just need to do the work. Yeah, I understand your pain, but I don't give a shit. But I need to just crack on and just fucking get yeah, through it. He had the I've vision. Got... He had the end goal yeah, vision yeah, yeah, yeah. immediately before he that's, started. That's what you need, that vision, that is end it, goal. It's that, it's that um, determination. I can't remember who it was that said it. Like Determination is doing what you know you must when you don't want to do it. Mm. Yeah. And That's part of discipline. That's, yeah. such, a, that's yeah, yeah. such a, a differentiator amongst yeah. people that are successful to people that aren't successful. Yeah. Having that ability to and, and I, I don't think anyone does it nine, like 100% of the time but if you can do it most of the time you wake up you do not want to do whatever the first thing you've got to do is that you've got to do but you just do it anyway it's like maybe going out and going for a run or something it's shitting down with rain and you're just like oh my god I do not want to go and do that but doing it anyway differentiates you from somebody else that's yeah. the part that is the in my opinion that's the part the times where you're doing something you don't want to do it, that's what sets you apart from the rest, and that's yeah. that's the part that gets you results. Because yeah. when you do want to do it, that's great. But it's the times when you don't want to do it, that's the time that will get you the result you want. I got that from, um, from yeah. uh, Johnny, one of my biggest idols growing up was Johnny Wilkinson. Mm. And I always remember him saying, uh, someone said, what's the secret to your success? And he says, when I'm, you know, I'm, he was well, very well known as like probably the, one of the best kickers in rugby ever, uh, especially at that time. Mm. And uh, and he would go, I'm the moment when I'm out on that pitch and it's snowing and I'm freezing cold, and I'm thinking, no, I've still got 20 more kicks that I need to do, and doing them, knowing that my opposite number that I'm going to be playing against on Saturday is at home, you know, watching watching TV, <coughs> eating eating if, food or whatever. If you guys, that, that reminds me actually, if you guys read the book called Outliers. I literally just listened to that on Audible. When we went down to Cardiff um, a couple of months ago, Yeah. I listened to it on the way there and on the way back. 
I mean, it was saying about uh, people like, I can't remember now, <laughs> it might be Mozart or whoever, somebody was like writing like the, the most masterpiece music when they were like 10 or 11, 500 years ago, I don't know, wherever they're from. Um, You're going to get uh, a load of historians like going, oh yeah. no, <laughs> are you 50 years out? Mate? <laughs> that was, that, that was Bach, it's, it's not Mozart, I'm, I'm not even sure if he's like, you know, Maybe it's Picasso. I don't. I don't know. It's Picasso was a painter. So <laughs> be, be difficult. Yeah, I don't think he made It's not my field. Yeah, everyone, yeah, people didn't know this about Picasso. He's an amazing flute player. <laughs> skin, skin flute. Oh god. Sorry, mate. But, um, yeah, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, not my field, but clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that he started when he was like two or three. And he was doing like three hours a day. Mm. And then when he was a tiny bit older, he was doing like five hours a day. Mm. And, and basically in the book, it goes on about how age can, for American, I think it was American hockey or baseball, it might have been hockey. But basically, if you're born in January when their draft is for the following year when you're at school, you have like almost a 0% chance of becoming a professional hockey player or something like that because you get that extra time or the other, yeah, other everyone get, else gets that extra time everyone else you. gets that extra time ahead of you because when you're i don't know age let's say age six you get maybe one hour's practice a week and maybe one semi-competitive game every two weeks and then you go up a year and then it's like you know two hours uh or maybe two games a week and an extra half hour on top um but by the time you get to sort of 10 or 11 you've already achieved something like 6,000 hours of practice of your particular field and by the time you're 15 or 16 you have the 10,000 to become an expert yeah. so an outlier is somebody who is head and shoulders above the competition no one's ever going to catch up with you because they they started too late think of like um, Cristiano Ronaldo like to, to give you a prime example in football he's probably the best in the world or was at some point um, at his age group well the fact that but he's still at the top of his game at like what's he 37 or something now I mean no, no player no, there's never been a better 37 year old footballer ever oh yeah I agree yeah. you know and it's like the thing is it's like he would put in the hours when he was a, a little tiny kid like he would put in the hours all the time it was like um, was it Paul Gascoigne who like at 3 in the morning he'd go out and just start playing football even by himself just practising and everyone rated him as like you know the dog's bollocks but you know what with the Ronaldo thing is a great example um, going back to what we were kind of saying earlier about that compounding and that base layer you know he, one of the reasons why you don't, you don't lose like your vision you don't lose your skill necessarily you, you lose your physical ability to make use yeah. of those two things and the thing is with someone like Ronaldo is he is so freaking fit because he's maintained yeah. the absolute pinnacle of fitness for such a long period of time that his body is able to take the stresses and strains of being older and still being able to, 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 yeah. to maneuver at those high high levels of agility and being able to jump up for headers and all that kind of stuff that somebody at 37 uh, else at 37 wouldn't be able to do because they haven't committed to being the absolute best so that he's actually been able to elongate his career purely of, of to the high levels that he's set himself that and, and that's you know he, he's, a, he's a once in a lifetime everyone raves about Messi I don't know that much about football but for me Ronaldo ticks um, more boxes than Messi does from because yeah, he, he'll Ronaldo will still be as good as he is in a year's time Messi Messi's in his period when he's going to start dropping off now true yeah and it, it 
personality was as well it looks as though Ronaldo is more which is amazing because but when he was when he was younger he used to get absolutely ripped didn't he like yeah. in terms of everyone used to hate him he'd say he was a, he was an arsehole I just think he was just the most determined pl- yeah. footballer yeah, yeah, yeah. on the, on the planet and it's like thing is I remember like I'm not a United fan or anything but like I remember listening that he was doing a lot of like double and triple sessions when he was younger like you know when he first joined United at Old Trafford he was mm-hmm. asking for extra sessions and it's like who the fuck does that I'm like 19 mm-hmm. just means that his head was screwed on properly yeah. um, but if uh, let's say for example there was someone who was like 15 16 naturally gifted at football then says you know what I want to start taking this seriously um, I'm going to be as good as Ronaldo by the time I'm 30 but Ronaldo is like 23 at a time you're not going to be because Ronaldo's been doing it since he yeah, was three yeah. you know, because he's had that many hours it's, it's the outlier aspect it's also you. Um, I remember like as, as, a, as a kid playing rugby obviously kids um, are uh, they, 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 people, kids grow at different rates don't they in, in terms of their physicality yeah. um, and one of the reasons actually why New Zealand are so good at rugby not necessarily right at this very moment in time but they are generally so good is that they don't go through an age um, age brackets with their rugby as, as kids every other country in the world when you're seven you play under under, under eights when you're eight you play under nines and so what happens is the kids that are massive that find it so easy to play against everyone else in their own age group because they're just sauntering through everyone and they're, they're impossible to tackle they stop improving because yeah. they don't do it whereas in, in New Zealand it's done on size so if you're a huge I mean to a certain level like you can't mm. play adult rugby until you're a certain level but if you're a humongous nine year old then you might be playing with 11 year olds and what that does is it, it makes you step up to that level and that's why they've got that's why they're, they're the best rugby nation in the world because they, they actually keep their best players moving, moving forward and that's again circling it back to, to a business sense this is why we were talking about this earlier. I, I believe one of my my genuine superpowers is not being jealous of my competitors when they're doing really yeah. well, because I look at some other people that are in my field, and I've mentioned like, a few to you guys tonight, and I was talking to Amy earlier on about about this, and um, I see what I see them do something amazing. And my first instinct is shit, better up my game. Mm. Like, I got, got That's a good game. way to. I want to, I want, I want to beat all of them. I think that's the, yeah, if, you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna be good in business like like football like rugby whatever sport you're gonna hit, you can compare it to if you want to be the absolute top you've got to have that mentality that you need to beat everyone yeah I agree. but I want to do it by being better than them not by not by sort of beating them down or, or yeah. you know being Nothing underhanded like back in the yeah. day you know mm. now I see it as right they've just done this amazing marketing campaign oh shit better up my game better better do better do more content you know, improve the quality, you know, whatever it might be. And I think that's 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 a key for me in terms of being a successful business person is looking at your opposition as inspiration rather taking, than competitive nature. I fully agree and not taking your foot off the pedal once you reach a certain stage, which is what I've been guilty yeah, of in the past. Becoming complacent with what you do. Yeah. Like it's lonely at the top because it's like who do you compete against then? It's like all what you're doing is chasing yourself, but yeah. a lot of people get comfortable at the top yeah. and that's when they get taken it's out. A little bit so. like you, you watch the F1. If, if one one driver's well ahead, they're not they're not posting the best times around yeah. around the circuit oh, because yeah. they're just coasting. But the person in second or third, they're the ones that are getting the fastest laps because they're going. I've got some time that I need to make up. That's mm. a good point. And how many fights has Conor McGregor won since he 
proclaimed himself to be the best. <laughs> Fuck all. Yeah. And it's like, because he just took his foot off the gas, exactly. started training yeah. a couple I think of weeks we need before to a fire game. Our, our, our glasses are empty. Our, gla our, glasses our, are our empty. cans are empty. Our cans are empty, our glasses are empty, our heads are empty. Our heads are empty. empty. Yeah. Heads are empty. Should we head off to the next place? Let's do the it. Next place. Yeah. Fire outro, outro <laughs> us out, Sam. Um, do we, do we need to do an outro? We're just we're just going to the next pub. We'll see you in a we're minute. Going to the next pub, yeah. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see we'll see each other in a minute, but we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Ciao for now. Thank you for tuning in to the official Only Can podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. But before you go, we wanted to ask you a little favour. If you could hit the follow button or rate us five stars or whatever platform you're on that gives you notifications or you give us a review, that would be absolutely awesome. Now, we'll see you very soon with another episode of the official Only Cans podcast. See you later. Cheers.